So Di, how often do you hear men expressing how they actually really feel? Mm, never. Exactly. Whilst this is really commonplace conversation for women, it's just not so much for guys, is it? That's right. So on our podcast, Men Talking Frankly, we're going to explore a range of topics with our male guests. Mm. Deflection for them is not going to be an option. <laughs> we're going to deep dive whilst taking a light-hearted approach on a number of issues. Such as romance and dating disasters, which we've heard so many of, mm. insecurities, body image, and navigating female empowerment. Look out. Do you know, we're actually executive search specialists, so asking probing questions is really second nature to us. I'm Di Gillett. And I'm Tracy Whitaker. And from time to time, we're also going to call on renowned broadcaster George Denikin just to add a male voice on our side of the couch. Great. So join us on this and other episodes where we're going to explore insights from a male perspective. Hey, George, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad at all. Uh, what's the subject matter you're going to? Take, take us on this well, one. And, and, and today to help us with, with this journey is Simon. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. That's good. And uh, we're going to be talking about are men still expected to be providers in today's world? In this day and age. Yeah, but because I thought about this. Not Once again, I was talking to my partner in, in business, Di, and uh, we were going through this podcast together about providers and when I um, when I was growing up in the sixties and seventies, my dad was a great provider, and and I can remember my mum saying, "Your dad's a good provider," but I very rarely saw my father because he was working so much to provide for the family. And uh, Di also spoke about uh, her mum and dad, and uh, she can remember her mum saying to her dad as he's walking out the door, "Can you leave a check on the table for me?" So I thought, is that still expected in today, in today's world with men in their 30s and 40s and 50s? Are they still expected to be the major breadwinner today or with women earning as much or even more than men? Um, is that changing? We hope that's changing. But, in fact, bringing home the bacon has little to do with the true provider meaning. The, that provider meaning means so much more than finances what do you think, Simon? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting topic and something that um, that I have some, some fairly strong views on because I think that the, defi the definition of provider has become so narrow that it's almost meaningless. Um, in in my world, if you can't hunt your own food, build your own house, and defend your family uh, on your own, uh, you're not a provider at all. You're just another outsourcer. And uh, it, it's, I look at sort of where we, sorry, where are we living here, Simon? Hunt your own food. This is interesting. Yes. So yes. you don't go to uh, the, the local butcher no. or the fish. So you 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 sling a rod in the in the river and or I that. take my bow and arrow into the mountains and shoot a deer and then cart the meat out in a pack, and that's a, that provides us with the best meat you'll ever eat for six months. So you are the provider yeah, and the butcher. He's own he's and, own travelling abattoir. <laughs> so. So it's, a my like, it's a bit like the Vikings, is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, my definition of a provider is... Um... <laughs> but, you know, nowadays people say, can women have it all? But what about men? What Can, can men have it all? Can men uh, 
also be a financial provider and can men be a loving dad and can men engage with their children well? Can men do all the three or four or five or six things that's necessary to have a great relationship because women are expected to do that? Can men do that too now? I think they can. It's just it'll be different. And I think Simon will agree. Uh, we can be great providers. We can be great uh, uh, comfort to our, our children and our families. But it's it's about attitude. Uh, we Everything comes back to attitude as far mm. as I'm concerned. Simon? Yeah, and I've, <clears throat> I mentioned outsourcing and it's almost like our lives or people's lives, everything is outsourced from childcare to you know, even too lazy to cook your own meal at night. So mm-hmm. Uber comes along, Uber Eats comes along. And I think people miss out on the things that actually bond a family and bond people together, which is sometimes the simple things like cooking an awesome meal for yourself That's or, mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. creating a great garden or doing mm-hmm. some maintenance on your own house or whatever it might be rather than just pick up the phone and, yeah, we've got plenty of cash. We'll just get, That's you know, true. dug you down the road to come and do that. Yeah, so that goes back to that question of that the, the provider term is so much more than finances now. It's as you said, Simon. It's 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 cooking a meal or or um, memories, memories, or being Share kind it. and respectful and and generous in spirit rather than just. It's the sharing, and mm. as Simon will will say, and I think he's told us on a number of instances there. Yes. It is that share, that ability to share an experience with your partner that makes it unique and adds very much a, a, a solid gold memory that makes that relationship even tighter, even stronger. It does. And I was, Absolutely. And if you're, if you're forever change, if you're ever trying to um, buy those things, it just does not work. No. It doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. You no. can't buy those memories. Uh, well, you can, but it's not the same. It's, it, you don't have the same satisfaction. And I'll, t- I'll tell you a story about what, yeah. when Kathy started doing her bodybuilding competitions and yes. and venison from Samba deer is the best thing you can eat um, yeah. in terms of building muscle. So I said to Kathy, well, if I'm going to be shooting these deer, because they always end up dying down some horrendous steep gully in the mountains 10 kilometres from where you camp, so you can come and help carry some of it. And I'm sure that she appreciated the meat from that deer after she carted it, you know, Two thousand feet uh, vertical up a hill on her back, in a backpack, and uh, not to mention the extra ex- exercise, which would have certainly added to her f- fitness and physique. Absolutely, right. absolutely, that's right. But do you think when you're in your twenties, though, now, I didn't even think about it in my twenties when I married that oh my partner's going to be a good provider. And I was asking my son last week, who's twenty nine, nearly thirty. I said, "Do you look at women or go into a relationship?" He's he's just coming out of a long term relationship, thinking, "Oh, she's going to be uh, she's going to be earning a lot." Or and I don't think my daughter goes into relationships looking for someone to provide to her. Um, but as you repartner later in life. Do we think about that now? I don't know. What about you guys? Would you go into a relationship if you weren't in your loving relationships now, thinking about that? Are they able to provide for me? And I know, Simon, you, you, you're you totally off the grid, but uh, would you consider someone quite different to Kathy who wouldn't be able to put that deer over her shoulders and hike it up the mountain? Um, <laughs> definitely, I, 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 definitely not. 
Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, think. so you she'd need to provide. She'd need to be a provider. No, in remember, that way remember, too. Simon. Very early on in in our discussions, said if they don't share That's my right. interest and I don't share that bond with them, it's it's not a it's not a relationship for very long. Correct? No, no, no. and um, that doesn't mean that your everything stays fixed in a, in a period in time because our interests have. Evolved. We've developed new interests and evolved and taken on new yes. challenges mm. and and you share in those. And, mm. and but we also have our totally separate lives. Like Kathy Kathy's bodybuilding is virtually I mean, I'm not I don't do that. Yeah. yeah. But um but she she has developed a whole network of friends in that in that realm and it's something she loves. And I I love going and supporting her in competitions and yes. bringing deer to put in the freezer so for her to <laughs> eat. Mm. Um, but it doesn't mean we have to be, to be doing that together. And, and we don't spend every waking moment together. No. We, we do different things a lot of the time, but then we love talking about them. Yeah, that's healthy. And you provide in many different ways. Look, that, that's a wrap for today, but um, I think the term providers we've probably um, arrived at can mean a number of things in today's world. But most importantly, you do need to understand your partner's needs so that you can truly provide for them in finances and emotional support and around the house or wherever you are and, um, and, and providing romantically and sexually to your partner too. I think that's really important. So I think we should all change our definition of what a provider is. Simon, thanks for today. Thanks for listening to Men Talking Frankly. Until next time.